0: Hey, if you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world World of food, food, Valentine's Valentine's edition. edition. First, (laughs) love is in the air at Fresh Market this Valentine's Day with ready-to-eat meals for two that include choices like filet mignon, mm. lobster tail, hand-dipped mm. strawberries, and, uh, and roses. Wow. You can even get a heart-shaped crab cake if you want. A second, if you want to cook for your sweetheart, pasta maker Berea is selling heart-shaped pasta for your romantic dinner. <laughs> and finally, in the world of food, you can surprise your kids on February 14th with a special heart-shaped gummy lunchable uh, that's dessert by the way not the main dish i guess you do a regular lunchable for the main dish and then a gummy lunchable for dessert
1: yeah or maybe you could just buy some sliced bologna yourself and cut it in a little heart
0: yeah the gummy ones are like candy that's a special but yeah the heart a heart shaped bologna is a great idea kev
1: remember the little one of those little things they always taste like chalk to me They were hearts and they'd have like you're a cutie, or something. Oh, those stamped are sweethearts. Is that what Sweetheart. they're called?
0: And they just released new ones with friends saying on them, does, like pivot
1: and stuff like that. Does anyone ever uh, eat those? Have you? Yeah, ever?
0: people do. I. They're not my thing. Yeah.
1: Always to like, why not just bite into a piece of chalk? <laughs> That's the way I always felt about those. Right.
0: Coming up, the endearing way grandpa celebrated his grandkids. Did you get any sweet or sentimental gifts for Christmas? There's a grandpa in New Jersey that's charming the whole internet for what he did for his grandkids. I can totally see you doing this someday, Kev. Okay. Um, So grandpa's handing out these neatly packaged gifts at Christmas, um, and he's got 11 grandkids ages 4 to 28. And they kind of had to open them all together because they all got a new pair of Crocs. But wait, there's more. Um, That was really special considering his wife, Grandma Phyllis, who's now in heaven, was famous for wearing bright teal Crocs and a matching cover-up to the beach. (laughs) Um, But the best part... Every grandkid got a charm for their Crocs. You know how you put them through the little holes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with grandpa's face on it. <laughs> 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 they laughed so hard when they opened it. When the one girl was like, why am I crying right now? Uh, they said grandpa makes every kid feel so special and is always calling to check up on them. All Aww. 11 of them. He calls them all.
1: Is he retired?
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. He's got yeah.
1: nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> he does his day. By the time he checks in with all 11, mm-hmm. uh, the day's over. <laughs> t- time for lunch. <laughs> Barely have enough time to go crock shopping.
0: <laughs> you know anybody that has a really hard time falling asleep or staying asleep? Like, it's just a thing, it's part of their mm. lives. Not, I can't relate, but it happens to so many people. And so they discovered what music will help you fall asleep. Well, t- wait till you hear what they found next. I don't know about you, but I hear about so many people like friends and especially moms who have a really hard time falling asleep. Hmm. Like they're just brain right, right when they their head pits the pillow. It goes to a million things, their right. to-do list, all this stuff. And their
1: to-do list, the stuff that, that I didn't get done on the to-do list, yes. it's endless, right? So
0: they're always looking for a, a, a trick, you know, trick, what can I do? Is it, is it a face mask to keep the light out? What, is it lavender? What can I do? And so they did this huge research project to figure out what sounds, what, what music and sounds would help you fall asleep. Mm. So between these two choices, which one do you think works better? Is it this one, Kev? That's whales.
1: Okay. <laughs> Sounds whales like, sound like. Sounds like the whale has a stomachache. <laughs> Which could
0: remind mm. a, a busy mom of a child. Or is it this?
1: Is that BTS?
0: Yes, it is. <laughs> BTS dynamite. Yeah. I, Believe I it sound, or not. When
1: I wait a minute, when I hear BTS, I sound like the whale with a stomachache. <laughs> 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 they say that songs like
0: bts dynamite lovely by billy eilish and falling by harry styles can actually help you fall asleep faster this is a huge study they did in denmark and they said there just isn't a one-size-fits-all genre of music that people listen to to fall asleep
1: so what type so of person should- falls asleep hearing that then like uh, you said, it's not a one size fits all. So I wonder who is it that I, I could not fall asleep with that. There's no, no way.
0: It's too, it, it would make me stay awake on a long mm-hmm. road trip if I was listening to that mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. a beat. Yeah, the, the whales would keep me awake too, for sure. Because it, <laughs> I have to have a constant sound. Like I like just like a man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. That would scare me awake. Right, Exactly. That's yeah. what I'm saying. They yeah, sound spookier. <laughs> ill
0: i just i figure people sleep best when it's just like a bedtime fan app or something like that something constant but i was wrong so we're talking about what music or what sounds help you fall asleep and uh recently we had some house guests kev Mm -hmm. and we put the two teenagers in this one downstairs bedroom and my husband got up and he's like oh no oh no uh, there's got to be a huge pipe burst. This is terrible. And he's like running around. He ran in the garage, and then he's like, "The sounds coming from the room where the teenagers he heard are." Water running. And he's like, "Well, it's so loud. They surely they would have heard it." And he's like, "No, teenagers. They would sleep through anything." Mm-hmm. And then he finally realized it was their app. It was like a rainstorm app, <laughs> and it scared the living daylights out of him. Hey, do you suffer from FOMO, fear of missing out? The official psychological definition is pervasive apprehension that others might be having rewarding experiences from which one is absent. (laughs) Well, heads up, it could be tanking your mental health. The main trigger for FOMO is the desire for closeness to others. Now, if you try to meet that need through social media, you just create a vicious cycle and make it worse. And that results in anxiety, the comparison trap, and loneliness. So... Instead of suffering from FOMO, experts say it's much better to put your devices down, go live and enjoy your life, and make in-person connections mm. with people. And you tell that to uh, a young person in high school or college—that's that's profound word to, for them. Flip, you know, it, flip
1: it upside down. What do you have? Glomo. Glad you missed out. <laughs>
0: like, yeah, there's one called. Uh, yeah, I'm there's going with, there's already a Glomo.
1: Oh, uh, there's another thing I invented. I didn't invent. Mm. anyhow, GloMo, you're glad you missed out. And there's a ton of them, right? Like you watch Times Square on New Year's Eve. I'm glad I'm missing out on that, right? Every year you watch it just to go, man, those people are crazy. Your why would you it. do that? Right. Yeah. And he said, one time one time only. I don't know why people did it. He was there on one of the coldest on record, too. And he's like, you can't go anywhere to go to the bathroom. It's freezing cold. And you're just standing around doing nothing for this arbitrary tick of the clock it's just ridiculous so so use that as an example glomo i'm glad i missed out i can't believe i invented something again that already existed
0: yeah it's called jomo the joy of missing out i like glomo better
1: glad i'm missing out
0: yeah I, I think both work. Either
1: one works, right. Okay. I
0: had the weirdest FOMO, JOMO, GLOMO experience just the other day. <laughs> it's like, I'll let, let you know what it's like inside my head. I bet you it's kind of like that inside yours sometimes, okay. too.
1: So you were, you were FOMO, GLOMO? FOMO, JOMO, Jomo one GLOMO. One of the three. Yeah. Okay. We're talking about FOMO, fear of missing out, and JOMO, the joy of missing out.
0: Yeah. I had a mix of both the other day. Um. I, I have a friend... Who is a music conductor, and her husband is a trumpeter, and they ha- they're part of a community band. It's called wins. and I try to when I can go to their free concerts. It's like fun. It's beautiful live music. You get mm-hmm. to support my friends, and I found out about the concert a day later on her social media pages, and I was oh. like, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't say anything. I just saw her the other day walking. So I said, like, hey, uh, why didn't you say anything about the concert? And it was so sweet. She said, I strategically did not tell you about it because it was an hour drive away and you just lost your dad. And I know you have not even had a free weekend. You hadn't even taken your Christmas decorations down yet. Mm. And she goes, I knew you just needed to breathe. And so I did not tell you about it on purpose. So I had a combo of FOMO and JOMO, all in one emotion of like, yeah, I'm kind of glad I didn't have to do that, but I feel sad that I missed it.
1: I'm uh, and I'm glad f- that
0: I got my Christmas decorations there put might away. Be
1: something else going on here. You said you yeah. go all the time, or whenever they're performing, you try to be there. Well, I've, I've there's only been a, the one.
0: So there's one or a fine so line
1: between supporter and fangirl. <laughs> and she's worried. being a groupie, yeah, of a local
0: mm. free
1: orchestra. I did. She might be getting a little embarrassed if you're I, showing up so enthusiastic for them.
0: I did clap a little hard last time, yeah. like I was a little bit like enthusiastic. when they when they
1: play like uh, 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 is it like symphonic music, orchestral music it's or?
0: a it's a band. it's like but they'll do like, yeah, like when classical they, pieces or when they play something like band like pieces.
1: it's a ballad, uh, mm-hmm. you don't like hold up your phone with a flashlight on and sway it back and forth rhythmically, do you? I, I may have done that once because if you do <laughs> just doing one
0: song that really moved me she, she might be she
1: might be going like she's don't doing it again her. she's doing it again okay <laughs> don't let her know about future shows Do
0: you have uh, someone in your life you're just like wow how do they do it I don't know how they do how do they get it all done how do they keep on going we all know someone like that right let's talk about those people in our lives in just a minute So I I hope you don't get tired of me talking about how incredible my mom is, but watching her faith since losing her husband of 60 years on January 3rd has been nothing short of inspiring, miraculous. It's just unbelievable. I was telling a friend about my mom the other night, and uh, one of the most moving moments is right after my dad passed, Uh, my mom said, how could I, how could I be? upset or mad about this. My sweetheart, my lover got his dream. He wanted to be with Jesus and his dream came true. Hmm. My dad had been talking about heaven for years with his, um, MS kind of stuck in a bed or stuck in a chair, couldn't do anything. he not even feed himself. And, um, it's just wild to watch, um, the little tiny changes in my mom's life since her husband is in heaven I was talking to you the other day and I said, oh, mom, have you been able to have dinner with Lance lately? That's her grandson. Mm -hmm. And he um, has been living with my mom and dad for a little while while he uh, starts his own company. And he he fell in love recently. I've talked about that on the show. Mm -hmm. So he's a little busier. Mm -hmm. So that's why I was like, oh, have, have you been able to have dinner with Lance? And she said, yes, honey. I made us hamburgers the other night and I grilled them out on the porch. Now, the reason that's a big deal is for years and years and years, my mom has not touched that grill because she always had to grill meat in the kitchen on her George Foreman so that she could hear her husband if oh, he needed her. Wow. And so my mom, for the first time in years, mm. grilled out on the porch and it was a big deal. Mm. And I just, those little, the little tiny things that my mom is rediscovering and she has the best wow. attitude about it. And, um, her, her older sister just arrived in town for a visit. So I, am just like on pins and needles girls wanting night. to know how that's going. <laughs> out,
1: right. it's be girls, night. <laughs> They'll probably go out till nine 30. Oh my, <laughs> you know, that reminds me of my grandma when my grandfather passed away, um, She had a big change in lifestyle. We'll talk about that next. So we're talking about uh, Taylor, your mom, and how she's already venturing out and doing things that she couldn't do for years because she was your dad's caretaker. And uh, my grandmom, she was, I mean, first of all, she and uh, my granddaddy, they had a very, very old-fashioned relationship. Uh, He was the breadwinner. She stayed home, and she took care not just of the house and everything. She took care of his every need. She waited on him hand and foot, even before his health took a really bad downturn in like the last 10 years of his life and he couldn't do for himself, but she was doing for him long before that. And I remember my parents, they'd have talks with us. Now they're from a different time. That's why they do things the way they do, because it was that. (laughs)
0: That's good. Smart parents. It
1: was that old, old fashioned. Like For example, um, he would sit down at the dinner table and she wouldn't sit and start eating until he had everything he had meaning like butter in front of him and stuff like that. Very, very old-fashioned relationship. So hmm. when, and he died after a long bout up with emphysema, where she took care of him with oxygen tanks and the whole bit and him hmm. sleeping in the living room for the wow. last few years. And yeah, she was like 100% in with taking care of granddaddy. When granddaddy passed away, it was all of a sudden like grandma up. Boots was her nickname. Boots blossomed. Really?
0: What? How did she change?
1: The biggest, most profound way is she loved playing cards. She would keep me up until like sunrise playing cards. Right? We did not know that she liked to play slot machines. And what? she lived. She lived on the Eastern Shore in Maryland, and she would go with all of her little old lady friends and her little old lady friend group. Only after Granddaddy died, they'd take a bus trip like once a month to Atlantic City. And they'd sit there like they were the, like they were, I don't know, Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin and Sammy Davis playing the penny slot machines.
0: Oh, how funny.
1: They'd go up to Atlantic City. I
0: don't see that happening with my mom. With their
1: their rolls of pennies and sit there for hours playing the penny slot machines. That was her big. Hilarious. I'm a rebel. I'm doing what I want now. (laughs)
0: Isn't
1: that funny. Uh, <laughs> crazy. And if if my try, mom
0: does something like that, I'll like eat a sock or something. Because there's no way. To
1: preach to boots. Like, why are you doing this? It's not how you want to. You don't want to do this. It's gambling. It's wrong. She she was like hearing none of it. She she'd say like, oh thanks sweetheart. The bus is leaving. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> She was like almost 90 years old and she was like, you know what? I'm living my life. I'm doing what I want. So
0: that's awesome. (laughs) Hey, this is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day. Man, can you even imagine losing your dog? It would be just awful. Well, don't worry. This story has a happy ending and I can't wait to tell you how they found this lost dog. Seamus. He's a um, Australian Shepherd, just like the one you had, Kev. Mm-hmm. Was swept away in the recent floodwaters in San Bernardino County Aww. when he accidentally fell into the river. Oh my god! The owner Emily called nine one one frantic. They've got the nine one one call, but thankfully, she, get this: she had put one of those Apple Air Tags on her dog's collar. And they were able to f- find Seamus, who'd been swept into a storm drain. Uh-huh. Emily was overwhelmed with joy. I was just blown away by that level of response from our emergency services. And just really grateful that there are people that understand that dogs are family members. Dogs mm. are family. And and they found Seamus, thanks uh-huh. to that air tag.
1: That's cool. I never
0: thought to. I mean, I have one of those in my suitcases. Yeah. But I never thought to put one on a, a my dog collar. son has collar. been
1: saying, like, we need to get those for our dogs. Put dog collars, but I just I'm I'm just not down with a whole tracking everything everywhere all the time. But
0: they're your beloved dogs.
1: Right, but I'm not going to put one on me, much less my dog.
0: You don't have to put one on you. I just don't just li- your I don't like your the idea of,
1: of somebody somewhere is collecting all this data on everything and keeping it somewhere.
0: <laughs> you need a you need a foil helmet on Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I have one, I just don't wear it indoors. <laughs> Does that sound conspiracy theorist to oh, go? I don't like people tracking all the yeah, time. Yeah, you Does get it really? A little well, I don't out. care. I don't mind. I don't care. Fine, whatever. That's how he was getting, like you said, you have them in your suitcases. Oh. he was He was telling us we should do our suitcases too. And I'm like, I have never, not once in all my life and all my traveling, Ever lost a suitcase oh, and not been able to get it back? Not once. I, well,
0: I lost it for a long time, for yeah. days, so. days and days. And
1: had you had the tag, you think you would have gotten it back faster?
0: Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. We would have known where it was. Hmm. So, Cav, you think that um, everyone's going to track you if you have an AirTag?
1: Yeah.
0: The interwebs already knows everything they need to know about you through your Starbucks app.
1: <laughs> Leave my Starbucks app out of this. <laughs> Gosh, you know, there's a flaw in every plan, right?
0: Coming up, want to know how you can be a better friend? Hey, would you ever like to know how you can be a better friend? After all, remember we talked about last week how the longest study ever of happiness shows the key is quality relationships? Mm -hmm. So what are some of the things we can do to be a better friend and get closer to the ones we love? This is according to uh, brand new research on relationships. Uh, Number one, Talk about what you're struggling with. It makes you a real person. People want to know what you're going through. Number two, be inquisitive and get to know the ones you love better. No matter how long you've been together, there's still something to learn about that other person in your life. Number three, spend more time giving the ones you love your undivided attention. Hint, devices must be put away. (laughs) And the last thing for you to be a better friend Make connections happen in small ways every single day.
1: Hmm, there you go. Great tips.
0: You know how I always say about my klutziness, if there is a way to figure out how to get hurt, I'll figure it out. I'll <laughs> like, get injured.
1: And, and if there's not one, you'll make one up. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but I
0: think there's a guy that has me beat. Wait till you hear huh. how this guy got okay. injured. I don't know about you, but I'm, I tend to be accident prone. You've probably heard some of the stories on the air. I can be a little bit of a klutz. I don't mean to be... It just happens. Right. and But
1: you got the broken wrist to prove it. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of
0: times I get hurt when I'm in my most calm and joyful state. And then all mm. of a sudden, bam, I get hurt. Like a mm. bump a wall or something. And that's exactly what happened to a man named Michael who lives in Miami, Florida. He has been going to this really popular outdoor yoga class. Okay, It grew during the pandemic to like 100 people. And like it got so popular that the yoga instructor uh anna maria she like live streams it on instagram because people just love her classes and so he's has gotten through the class he's all loosey-goosey he's all like oh,
1: (laughs) feels so good yoga rubbery yeah and he's doing that
0: thing where they you lie on your back and you put your palms up and you just kind of like have a moment at the very end of class okay so he's just laying there on his yoga mat eyes closed just taking in the beautiful Miami air that morning, and all of a sudden there's this rustling in the trees above him, and it's like (laughs) And all of a sudden he feels like a sandbag hit him in the face. He doesn't know what happened, he's like, (laughs) Okay, wait—is that a coconut? He's like, no. There goes his. There's no coconut trees.
1: Moment of zen over. (laughs) His nose
0: is bleeding. His eyes starting to swelling shut. He's like, did the guy next to me punch me? Why would he punch me? We're all in such a zen mode. What was it? What is happening? Turns out. Two iguanas had been fighting in the tree above him, uh-huh. and the one lost his balance and fell on his face. <laughs> and this iguana weighed 20 to 30 pounds.
1: <laughs>
0: and uh, when he got interviewed by the New York Times, the Miami New Times, he would only give his first name, Michael. Because he said, I don't want to be known as the guy whose face was used as an iguana landing pad <laughs> iguana for the rest boy. of my life.
1: <laughs> my friends will call me iguana boy. <laughs>
0: Poor guy.
1: <laughs> you were talking about the guy who got smacked in the face by an iguana. And, and there, there's got to be some interesting I got hurt by an animal stories out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, this funny thing in my house, we have five dogs. And if one of my dogs happens to hurt me, and I think this is true with my wife, too. We're like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> if the animal hurts you, yeah. you're just you're fine with it because you're so know,
0: compassionate. Yeah. But
1: well, it's not compassion, it's just that you don't want the dog to feel bad. Right. Um, and Tracy has it more than I do because she's home all day with the dogs. So she'll she'll get the brunt of their and it's usually them wanting to be affectionate and they're happy to see you mm. that, that yep. something goes sideways. But I watched a, a documentary last night. It was called Wildcat about a couple who live in Peru and they're introducing a wild cat that was left, its mom died and it's like a little cub. They're going to raise it and reintroduce it into the wild. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, the thing, oh my gosh, it's so adorable. And when it's a little like kitten size, it's crawling all over them. But then as it gets bigger and it's got claws like razors <gasps> and it still wants to crawl all over them and it still wants to nibble on it on the guy's ear. Ow. It's like, oh, oh, stop, stop, stop. Oh. That would be
0: rough. I remember I was just telling the story to a friend the other night about how my little Scottish Terrier, whenever we rode in the car, yeah. he had to be on my lap. So I would try to get a pillow first. And by the end of the car drive, you know, because it was be like a road trip. Yeah. I was so stiff. But I wouldn't move because it was my beloved baby Aww. boy, my Jackson Brown. I thought you were going to say, like, your, if you Scottish had shorts terior. on, your
1: legs would be all scratched That's why I had to too. get a pillow, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> to
0: protect my legs.
1: By the way, that documentary, Wildcat, um, first heads up for moms and dads. There's some language in it. It's a couple, and the guy is dealing with PSTD. He went to Afghanistan when he was 18 years old.
0: PTSD. And, uh, mm-hmm. PTSD,
1: and he got a, a medical discharge for that, mm. um, just from the stuff he experienced and saw. So there's some language, and he's very raw about mm. how he's dealing and not dealing with it. Um, but the story was just incredible. And if you're if you're an animal lover, lover like we are, all you're going to hit pause like every 45 seconds and go, "I want one. I Aww. want a wildcat." <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs>
0: You've heard the phrase bloom where you're planted, right? Oh, well, yeah. there's a guy who's leading by examples. Name's Jason. He lives in Corpus Christi, Texas. He works concessions at a movie theater. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a fun teen job, right? Um, well, not if you're Jason. He serves with passion. He twirls the popcorn buckets and has such theatrics when he's shoveling popcorn and swirling the butter, it's gotten the whole world's attention. So much so, he was invited on the Jimmy Kimmel Show, and he's going to make a guest appearance at the Academy Awards. Mm. Uh, He said he never expected to gain any recognition from this. He just loves his job and making people smile and laugh. And he said the journey's been a bit of a shock, but all the support feels amazing. (laughs) He's famous now. They call him the popcorn guy.
1: That's cool.
0: So it's kind of interesting what you learn from people who are really into like natural remedies and stuff (laughs) like that. And I learned something from my niece. She just came for a visit and I was like, what? Why have I never heard of this? I'll tell you about it in just a minute. I learn something new every day, especially when I hang out with my eleven nieces and nephews. There's always something to learn from them. Have we out with
1: all of them at one time. Uh, yeah, not in a long time?
0: time, and that's so sad. We be
1: bedlam with we'll them. And go. I've only <laughs>
0: hung out with ten at a time because one of them is from the other side of the family, and okay. so she doesn't know okay. the other ten. Right. Sadly, they know of each other, of course. Mm. But anyway, um, my my oldest niece came to visit, and she uh, she's awesome. I love her so much, and. She takes her health very seriously. Like she eats very clean, like real foods. Like she snacks on things like pumpkin seeds and she eats apples and things like that's her go-to, not like chips and stuff that I like. apple a day. Yeah. And, um, she's always drinking hot tea different. I said, what, what is your favorite? She goes, well, I, I drink different types depending on what health benefits I want. I was like, Wow. Uh, well, she taught me and my sister, Rhoda, we were out hiking together and she said, do you guys scrape your tongue? And we're like,
1: what? <laughs> and she goes, do you scrape your tongue?
0: And we go, well, we, we brush our tongue. And I said, tell me more. Like what's this whole tongue scraping thing? And she said, well, it, there's a lot of health benefits. Like the best thing you can do is scrape your tongue. First thing when you get up in the morning before you even get a drink of water because your body detoxes at night through your tongue. And I was like, ew. And so for fun, I just Googled it. And there's like all these health benefits. Apparently, you can buy a tongue scraper like at the store on Amazon or whatever, mm-hmm. and it, it removes bacteria. It uh, You get a better sense of taste, which would be fascinating if suddenly things started tasting more vibrant just because mm-hmm. you scraped your tongue. Um, it activates your organs. It removes excess debris. You have better digestion. Removes bad breath and boosts overall health. Hmm. And I'm Quick like, hmm, maybe um, I should
1: order a tongue scraper on Amazon. How old is this niece? Same age
0: as your son Kyle. They're five days apart. Uh, same year, same month.
1: Kyle is a many year like ever since he went to college. A tongue scraper. Get out. He has a tongue. He has a tongue scraper right next to his toothbrush. Does it every day. And what I'm, wondering, in the world? I'm wondering, is it, a, is it, a, is it a millennial thing? Is it something that yeah. they all, you know, like just,
0: they know There's, they know kind of like it. my parents didn't know you're supposed to exercise every single day. And so that really wasn't part of their lives. Mm-hmm. Like that wasn't mm-hmm. modeled for us. Whereas I grew up like, pfft, of course you're supposed to exercise at least three or four days a week. But that generation before, you know.
1: So did did Didn't. she say, you don't know you're supposed to scrape your tongue, boomer? No, she was
0: super kind <laughs> about it.
1: <laughs> so something fun happened the other day. I saw online. Uh, uh, it said, if you came with a war- warning label, what would your warning label say? Ooh. So think about that, Taylor. Oh, no. Think about what would your warning label say? I- I'll share mine in a minute. We'd love to hear it from you. Give us a call. We're talking about if you came with a warning label, what would your warning label read? Uh, mine, no-brainer, stops to pee often.
0: <laughs> Are you serious? That's yours?
1: That's my warning label, because I do. <laughs> Does your
0: wife get annoyed?
1: Uh, sometimes, if it's on yeah. a road trip, yeah, yeah, yeah. How so, many times? What about you? What's your warning label? What is your warning
0: label? Uh, let's see. Um, Just what, how do they phrase it? Just, um... May cause injury.
1: <laughs> prone to accidents. Prone to accidents and
0: injury because I'm just so accident
1: prone. That's what exactly what I was thinking for you. In fact. Or should wear bubble wrap. Yeah.
0: I mean, sometimes I'm like, I'd surprise myself on how easily I can get hurt. It's
1: just, it's
0: a little ridiculous.
1: How about you? If you came with a warning label, what would your warning label read?
0: So how about you, Laura? If you came with a warning label, what would it say?
1: It would say random bruises and or aches and pains may occur. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, a couple more that other people said, Taylor. Overwhelming urge to give too many details.
0: (laughs) Oh, Oh, man, I could probably wear that every once in a while.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I should have this one on the front of my house. Uh, If you come inside, jumping, tail wagging, and licking will happen. Oh, that's a
0: great warning.